Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Loco Coco Show with another edition of the Cliche Fitness Journey series show thing. I don't know. Um, whatever you want to call it. Let's put it like that. But the show is going to be called Cliche Fitness Journey. Um, all right. So let's talk about uh, the delay. Uh, why was there a delay? Well, I just got busy. Uh, as is life. You know, what shit happens. So when that happens... You'll deal with it, and sometimes you gotta delay some things. Sometimes you gotta uh, push push some buttons a certain way, and so on and so forth. Um, in this case, I did not get to record both the regular local Coco show and the uh, cliche finish journey uh, last week at all. Uh, I do plan on recording both this weekend. Maybe I'll be recording the normal show right after this because uh, I do have some big news about that but since this is the cliche j- fitness journey we're going to focus on the cliche fitness journey storyline here so last week uh, I was actually able to go out and get back running again which was fan fucking tastic um, now the mile time it was still higher than I wanted. I think my mile time was about 12, 11, 11 and a half, 12-ish, which is not terrible, but back in October, November, I was doing seven, eight, nine mile times, so I, and I want to get back to that level, and uh, so yeah, Friday, it was about, if I remember correctly, it was about 11 and a half, 12, um, but what made last week so much more interesting, and a pain in the ass at the same time, uh, the pain in the ass part, because it was cold, it was wet, it was rainy, uh, and that was all during my first time getting back out there. Um, what made it a little better was that I, w- I did an impromptu dog sit, and this dog joined me for the five miles, and this, and this dog... It was the first time I ever had a guest join me on this run. Um, and she was just an absolute pistol. She was just chock full of energy for four in the morning. Um, adorable, adorable face. A uh, little shit, but she, she's an adorable little shit. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that was interesting. All of that reminding, reminding you. Uh, was was the first run back from the injury, so uh, it was sitting in the back of my head like, all right, I gotta take things a little easy. But this little fucking shit, she would look at me when I'm going too slow, and she would like almost antagonize me in a way. Um, <laughs> like one of the things she would do, she would uh, she would look at me. And then to see how far back I was, because it was one of those like extendable leashes that you know uh, you can either let open and they can have free reign, or you can lock it up and have it be secured in one position. Um, because I didn't feel like uh, uh, locking it, I just let it open, uh, and uh, and it was kind of like a sled dog team almost, minus the sled. Um, and she wasn't pulling that much. Honestly, there there were some moments where I had to tell her to like kick it back a gear or two, but um, 
but no, she was fine on that. Uh, <laughs> the um, no, but there'd be times where uh, she would either get playful or she just wants to be a little shit, and she would purposely run through these giant ass puddles. Because where I run, it when it rains, it does flood a lot. Um, and so much so that it would completely cover parts of the sidewalk as well as bleed into the street. And um, so she would occasionally run, purposely run straight through the puddle. Um, and I try to like keep her out, but after a while, it's like, she's just going to keep doing it, so why bother? But then, to get my attention... She would start drinking from the puddle as we're like trotting, almost to say, "Oh, you're oh you're you're slowing down a little bit. I'm gonna take a drink from this dirty ass water." And I'm like, "No!" And I, I had to like almost like catch up, and like like pick up the pace a little bit just to chase her out. Um, yeah. So to the people of North Myrtle who heard me at four in the morning, four or five in the morning, yelling at a dog to stop drinking puddle water um, on the road. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then when we got to the two and a half mile mark where I usually turn around and go back, uh, I'm like, all right, come on, let's turn around. And she gave me this pitiful look of like, oh, we're done already? And and meanwhile, I'm like catching my breath. And I'm like, all right, listen, you little shit. I know you're more fit than I am and you're just calling me a fat ass by doing this, but still, come on, <laughs> give me a break here. God damn. But yeah, no. First time running. Um, it was great. Uh, it was interesting to have the test of running with a dog. Um, typically, I, I kind of prefer going solo just because I don't have to worry about keeping pace with anyone else or losing anybody or anything of the kind. Like, if you wanted to go on a treadmill, yeah, I'll do that. Um, but out in public and everything, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's because I, I guess I feel this way because no one I had it's very rare that I have ran with people in the past uh, the only other time would be during sports where we do laps and that in that sense there'd be a whole the whole team would go and we were told stay stay as a group like you run as a group you it was like team bonding in a way uh, which Completely understandable, but I didn't have a whole baseball team amount of people with me doing these 4 a.m. runs, 5 a.m. runs. Um, but that's that. Uh, aside from injury point of view, or I should say, looking at it from an injury point of view, uh, ankle felt fine. Uh, there was a moment or two where the ankle got a little sore towards the end. Um... Which played out in its favor because once I got to the car, it gave me about a 30-40 minute drive off my foot, off my ankle, and it felt fine the rest of the day. Now, the rest of the day, I had to take care of this dog, and, you know, this thing has so much energy, I just practically took it out for a walk all day, um, where I would drive it around, and then whenever there was a pocket of no rain... Uh, take her out, let her do her business, and then, you know, if it cleared up for long enough, we would walk around and, um, you know, just try to expel as much energy as, excuse me, as possible. Um, 
And, you know, at the end of the day, she was a tired puppy. Uh, so, mission accomplished. Injury point of view, uh, the only new thing that came up, um, which was expected, I was expecting this, uh, was a very mild thing of shin splints that didn't really accumulate until Saturday, Sunday. More so on Saturday, but... Um, Sunday, it was there in the morning, but then towards the end of the day, it kind of faded away. Um, so, it did, that didn't necessarily bother me all that much. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, that, that, was, that was last week. Um, this week, or the week, the work week, I should say, building up until this just past Friday on the 26th of February. I'm, I'm re uh, recording this on the 27th. Um, I was just very, very busy. I was expecting to, uh, be able to start doing my every other day runs, meaning, uh, getting my body into a rhythm of, all right, every other day we're going to go running. Uh, and, and these smaller runs, they're like mile and a half, two mile, two and a half miles max. And I'll do those on the treadmill at the complex that I'm living at. They have a little gym and they have a couple of treadmills. Um, but with work and then um, the general school work, I just didn't have the time to do it. And hindsight, um, this is giving me even more of a rest for my shins, for my ankles, so and my knee, believe it or not. So, so yeah, I decided to, you know, yeah, I was bummed I didn't get to get that rhythm going. But at, you know, at the end of the day, I thought about it. I'm like, all right, well, it's giving me a little extra rest. Um, so I think, and this is going to be my nice little transition to this this past Friday. Uh, I think next week, I'm going to start starting on Monday. I don't. I try not to run on the weekends. Because I, I, I will consider the weekends as my, my like, my off days. So that eventually I will be running five days a week and doing the five miles. The goal is to do five miles every every other day. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, now, would I do the Monday and Wednesday ones at four in the morning? Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Um, we'll see how I feel once I actually get to that level. But in October, November, I was doing it twice a week. And I was doing it on... Mondays, sometimes Tuesdays, and Fridays, um, and I felt good, I felt great, um, and I want to get back into that routine, um, but yeah, the goal is five miles, three, three times a week, meanwhile, uh, every other day, or every opposite day of a five mile would be a, um, whatchamacallit, a, a short, a short run, whether it be a mile and a half to two and a half mile. I'm going to try to lean towards shooting for two miles. Um, and then maybe once I do the three, once, once I get my cardio up and my breathing technique and my pacing and all that lovey-dovey stuff, um, I hope, hope to um, maybe do the, the short days, quote-unquote, would be uh, three mile. And then my long days will be the five mile. Um, that that those are the goals. All right, so let's get into what happened this past run. 
meeting yesterday, the day of this recording. Um, it went great. Uh, back doing it solo. Um, a little tired. A little tired. Um, it did not exactly help that uh, drank plenty of beer the Thursday night. Um, probably went a little harder than I should have, but I did, the run itself was fine. Uh, no injuries, no soreness, other than the usual soreness of after doing a pretty excruciating, or not excruciating, but a pretty prolonged workout, like something like that would. Um, nothing out of the normal there, but... So, one of the things I'm going to talk about in a later episode is going to be the supplements I take. Um, and a little spoiler alert, I take I take a supplement called Bomar Nutrition. Uh, I've been using them since October, November. I absolutely love them. I love their products. Their flavors don't... Other than a few things, and I'll again, I'll dedicate an episode of this when things are plateauing a little bit. Um... I'll spend an episode talking specifically about what I take and what I think about all their products because I've had most of their products. I haven't had everything that they offer. Um, and maybe even in that episode, I'm kind of like building the episode as I'm talking right now, actually. Um, I'll talk about what I've had, what I haven't had. Uh, we'll explore the website and do all that kind of stuff. I, and by the way, I am not a sponsor by Bomar. Uh, I'm not even getting paid for these episodes here. So... Just forewarning, these are my honest opinion, uh, and I do have some pretty hot takes about them, um, but overall, I do enjoy Bomar. Um, so hey, Bomar, if you're listening, <laughs> I would love to collaborate. I know I'm not exactly the image and embodiment of health, but just so you know, I do enjoy your product, and I want to thank you for offering such a great product. Why am I buzzing? <laughs> I thought I put this phone on vibrate. Anyway, uh, now it is. Anyway, um, yeah, so supplement. So I've been trialing a pre-workout. And if you know me, I'm not the biggest fan of pre-workouts. Um, some of the ones I've had in the past, they, they, they make me feel weird afterwards. Uh, I, I, yeah, I get all, a little jittery. I, I don't feel as good. Um, but with Bomar, um, and I'll talk more about it specifically when we do the supplement episode. Um, ooh, hello. I hope that, I hope the microphone picked that up. That was my shoulder that just popped. Um, but Bomar, they, they they do something cool. They offer a stimulant and a non-stimulant version of their pre-workout. And I got the non-stimulant one. Uh, and and I there's a little bit of energy that I felt. And, you know, does it help on my runs? I haven't noticed a big difference, believe it or not. Um, but the one thing I have noticed, and I'm and I'm and it's gonna be the reason why I stopped taking the pre-workout before my runs, is the fact that I get very, very burpy. Um, to the point where it's like if you ever hiccup or burp enough times where you just feel nauseous, that's how I feel when I'm in the middle of these runs. Um, and what sucks is it, I usually feel them 
either just before or just after the turning around point. So right around two and a half to three miles, right around that point, that's when the, the gas starts building. And I just, and it's not these like exploding burbs that are musical. No, no, no. These are the ones that are kind of soft and they, I, it's hard to put the words. But for me, I feel nauseous when when these things come out in, in the middle of my run. I just don't feel good. And I try drinking water to help suppress it. Those don't help either. Um, so that's really the only knock I have about the pre-workout. Um, I Now, will the pre-workout affect people differently? Of course. So I'm not going to sit here and say do not take their pre-workout if you're going to be only running. You know, they do have trial packets, so if you want to try them for yourself, I recommend getting a trial packet, see how you feel after a couple runs, and, you know, if you, if you feel burpy like me and you don't mind it, hey, Bob's your uncle, especially if, uh, if they work for you, but if you feel burpy and nauseous like me, it's a little uncomfortable, especially when you're doing a prolonged run like that, so... For now, I'm going to halt using the pre-workout before my runs. Uh, however, however, I think I'm going to try using them when I do the smaller runs. Um, and if I find that the smaller runs are doing the same thing, uh, eventually I'm just going to say, you know, when I'm only doing weights, which I hope to get going again soon... Um, I will only use the pre-workout for when I hit the weights, uh, and, and see there's a difference. And, and I hope by the end of this little experiment of mine, I can determine that, yes, you know, their pre-workout tastes amazing. And in fact, the flavor that I have now is sour, sour gummy, and it tastes exactly like the sour gummy worms I used to get at the movie theaters and everything. I love the flavor. Uh, but... They just don't do anything for me. Maybe maybe it's because it's the non-stimulant version. And maybe... Maybe we'll see how I feel. I'll do the stimulant version. And give that one a trial and error. And see how I feel about that. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, I'm not exactly... In need of energy. When I do these runs at 4 in the morning. Uh, or 5 in the morning, technically. Uh, when I wake up, I wake up, and usually I'm, you know, I, I get into the mindset, I am going on a run, and by the end of the day, yeah, I'm tired, but it's like, a, I'm like a motor, like, you get me going, I'm gonna keep going until it's time to turn off, and that's usually, you know, if I crash in the middle of the day, um, and maybe I'll, if it's a quiet day, I'll take like a, like an hour, hour, half nap, um, or it's going to be when it's time to go to bed. Uh, like, last night, <laughs> I went to bed on the earlier side. Uh, just because after the run, uh, my roommate and I... It was such a beautiful day. It was like in the 70s for the first time in forever. Uh, here in the, the Dirty Myrtle. Uh, and when we ended up doing... I, and I tried to... We didn't have the tracker on, unfortunately, on my watch. But I looked back at the one app I use on on my phone to, to track and see how long a potential running path is. And I tracked what I think we did 
as in walking on the beach. And I think in total, I think we did at least six, six and some change miles walk. So altogether, yesterday, I did a total of about 11 to 12 miles, give or take. And uh, so yeah, my body was burned. <laughs> um, I just remember coming back from that walk and just starving. <laughs> I think I, I think I had like three three wraps of just like meat and cheese <laughs> um you can almost say that since i finished eating the wellington that i've kind of gone towards a keto diet um i can definitely smell it in the fart department which that's fine and i don't mind sharing that because it's it's fucking human um you know if you were thinking about doing keto well expect you know changes to happen to your body both good and bad um i do have to go food shopping and i do have to plan out what i want to cook next and i guarantee you i'm gonna have a, a pretty kind of similar to the wellington meal that i made it is going to be vegetable heavy um i just need to figure out exactly what i'm making i don't really know what i want to do just yet um, I'm thinking something turkey related. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully I'll have an answer by next episode. But I don't really know right now. It, it is what it is. So let's talk about... Uh, I'm trying to think. Da, da, da. We, talked about, we talked about last week's run, how I felt, the dog... I didn't really talk about this week's run. Um, this week, um, like I said, got busy with life and everything. And I didn't get to do my the running schedule that I wanted to start. I got on burpee right now. I didn't take anything. Um, the only thing I drank was coffee. Um, I, didn't, I, I hope to start the, this running schedule this week. Um, and hopefully get myself into a rhythm. Of course, I'm going to be taking it gingerly, you know, because of the ankle. I'm not sure what that status is. I don't know if it's 100% yet. I mean, there, I mean, I can rotate it now and not feel any pain compared to the other week where I'd rotate it and it was just sore as all hell. So I think I'll be fine, but I don't want to overstress it so quickly. To the point where I have to sit out another two, three weeks, you know. So I'm gonna take it a little. I'm gonna take it a little easy. Um, and yeah, and you know, if that means I have to do long walks as opposed to short runs, meaning uh, I would do instead of doing the two mile run, I would do a four mile walk. Or six mile walk or something along those lines because you're not exerting as much energy as you would running uh, when you walk you are exercising don't get me wrong but you got to go longer like your body has to be working longer for you to get similar effects it, it, you know it's it's simple science if you think about it um, so so yeah, I, I gotta figure out, you know, I gotta see when I get into the the weight room, uh, how I, how I feel after 
two miles and then maybe I'll push to a two and a half mile and then call it a day then hit the weights. Um, we'll see about that. All right. Uh, what else do we do we need to talk about? Uh, the weather is warming up, so hopefully I won't have to run in sub-freezing temperatures. When I ran this time around, it was in the 50s-ish, 40s, 50s, so it wasn't terrible. I still had to bundle up, and towards the end of my run, last uh, the other morning, I should say, um, there was a moment where I was towards the end of the run, and I'm like, and I am, I can just feel the sweat pouring, and... And yeah, it's from me running, but at the same time, um, I, I was just like, I need to take the switcher off. But then I saw how far I was, uh, or not as far from the car I was, so I'm like, alright, let me just finish up, and maybe this time next week, uh, you know, at the two and a half mile mark, I'll take my switcher off, and, you know, continue on with, because what, what I, here's, here's something I could talk about, um, what I wear to these runs, and it doesn't matter what the temperature is, um, I will always bring or wear all three, or however many I'll talk about. So, in general, I have a pair of running sneakers. Um, fun fact, if you want to laugh, the first time I did this in October, uh, I took it a little seriously, <laughs> a little too seriously, arguably, and... Uh, <laughs> I, I did what's called a ruck, and if you don't know what a ruck is, it's a mil it's mostly a military thing where you don very heavy bags and weight to you, and you run slash walk a long distance. And for me, I rucked five miles, and I wasn't particularly smart about it, um... Because I did not wear sneakers, I wore my steel toe boots. And y'all, let me tell you something. My feet hated me for a good week. Um, yeah, blisters beyond insane. Uh, ripped skin. It, it was painful to walk, let's just say. Um... My, I've never had my, well, other than the other time when I, my feet got absolutely eviscerated by an oyster shell patch, um, completely on my fault, by the way. Other than that point, it was probably one of the times that my feet were the most heavily wrapped with, like, band-aids and bandages and all that. Um, not proud of that moment, but since then, I've been doing these runs in sneakers, and my feet have thanked the living hell out of me. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, just normal running sneakers. Um, the ones I'm wearing, they're, I know they're Nike, I don't know what kind, but what's cool about them is that they're mesh, and they, they allow your foot to breathe a little more, so, so if you have sweaty feet, or if your feet reek beyond high hell something like this would be good because your foot is breathing when you take your shoe off it, you're not gonna you know you're, you're not gonna chemical gas yourself every time you take it off um so yeah i reckon i actually do recommend a shoe like that uh, it doesn't matter if your feet runs hot or cold or whatever 
The only time that it sucks is when there's puddles, and I try to avoid the puddles, but when you're running with a dog, like last week, that's another thing I could talk about too. Uh, there's a little shit. Uh, I'd be focused on her running through the puddle that the, the one puddle I didn't see how deep it was and I took one step in and Yeah, my foot was waterlogged uh, And it's just annoying and it what sucked is I didn't even reach the halfway point when that happened so I had to do three plus miles with a soggy ass foot but anyway, uh, but yeah other than wet weather and puddles and everything where if you step in it, the shoe would not protect your feet from the water. Um, I do recommend a shoe like that where it's breathable, it's light, uh, it, it supports you as you run. Uh, I do recommend that. Uh, for shorts, I, I just wear normal basketball shorts that are light. They have pockets. Because um, when I run... There's only two things in my pocket. My pocket knife and my phone. Why a knife? I don't really go anywhere without my knife. <laughs> so it's just a force of habit, honestly. Um, and plus, you never know when you're going to need a knife. Uh, whether it be to... If my foot got caught in a bush, cut the bush. Uh, if I needed to cut a string, I can cut the string. Um, you know, you never know when you're going to need a knife. But those are the only two things, and the phone, just because, you know, where else am I going to put it? <laughs> um, and yeah, so those are the only two things I have in my pockets. So they don't weigh my shorts down at all. Um, and they're, they're comfortable shorts too, so I don't have to tie them to um, make sure they stay on my waist or my hips. Um... I don't have to do any of that. I just know that it's not going to go anywhere. It fits me perfectly. Um, I wish I had more than one pair, but I just don't. And that's fine. You know, I usually do laundry once a week anyway, so I'm never hurting to have those shorts. Uh, the other thing I wear, just recently, I started using my Apple Watch um, on my runs uh, just because I, I recently got it during Christmas. And what's cool about that is that there's a bunch of different apps that you can both pay and find for free that will track your pace, your time, and everything. And one of the apps I use, I think it's called Footpath. It's connected on my phone as well. Let me double check that name. Yeah, it's called Footpath. And it looks like one of those like uh, like location pin icons, but it, it's in the shape of a foot. And what's cool about that is you can you it's got a satellite map. Uh, well, not really satellite because you can't see that kind of stuff. But it looks like your your general map. And say you find a stretch of area that you think you can run. Uh, what's cool is you can trace it, and it'll give you an estimate as to how far that route will be. And and it's one of the ways. You know, I already knew from the old from the old way I used to do it was I would run and then I would check my my Apple map uh, one of the first few times I did my run um, to see how f and I the thing I would use to mark where I was was my car because my car is connected to my phone 
And when I open up the map, it would say you are such and such miles away from your car. And I'm like, all right. And that's how I got the general idea of how far I would go for each leg. Um, now, it also helps that, you know, where I run, I run all the way to the Cherry Grove Pier. And from where I park, uh, it's about two and a half miles. Uh, so I'm like, all right, well, I know once I hit this pier, it's two and a half miles. And then it's two and a half miles back. That it's Things like that help. But, since acquiring the watch, now the app will tell me every time I hit a mile, it'll tell me what my mile, uh, what my time is for that specific mile. So, it'll, it'll say mile one, uh, like the, the most recent one. Uh, it was, what was the time? I think, I think actually I got to a 10 minute mile. Yeah, yesterday I got into a 10 minute mile. Um, and then, it, and when you hit mile two, it will say mile two, uh, 13 minutes, so-and-so seconds. And it, it'll keep going for as long as you run or for as long as you, until you hit stop. Um, and I like that. I, I do. It, it, what's cool is it'll interrupt the song that I'm listening to or the music and it will tell me. And I really, really do enjoy that idea. Like, like kudos to you Apple for or whoever the uh, whoever makes the app like great idea I love this app if you, if you want to get into running I highly recommend that app um, and plus you get to see paths that you never really see sometimes so sometimes you don't notice like oh well if I go this route it'll be a little cleaner as opposed to going up this hill and around the woods so uh, if, you, if you need help in the planning department of things Look at the app footpath, and if you have an Apple Watch, make sure you get the app for your watch too. Um, and yeah, that kind of, those kind of things do help. Uh, so yeah, watch. I don't have anything on the other hand. Uh, so what I wear is like an athletic long sleeve shirt. Uh, it's typically black, just because. I would argue 80% of my clothes are black. <laughs> um, but I like this shirt because it's athletic, like, fabric. It's 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 that elastic, not elastic, but it's that stretchy, breathable fabric, I guess you can say. Um, I, what, what is that, polyester? I don't know. You're, you're talking to the wrong person about that kind of stuff. Um, but more importantly, it's breathable. It's comfortable. I love it. I, I, before I started running, I used to wear it all the time when I fished and you know, it would, you know, on the, the hot days, it, it would allow my body to breathe. Um, so I started wearing it. And if that's dirty, I have another one that's more of my school's color. So it's teal. It's, it's got a little bit of bronze. It's got black. It's got blue. Um, but that, that's what I would wear. Uh, and then if it's cold, I would wear one of my athletic sweatshirts. And ironically, the two that I have are hunting camo, uh, um, whatchamacallit, sweatshirts. Uh, one of them is a, is a green camo, and the other one is the exact same design, but it's a white camo. Um, and they were made for casual hunting so like you can wear this sweatshirt out into the woods or whether it be snow or dense woods and you'd be relatively hidden 
Um, what's cool about these is, like I said, it's it's one of those. It's a little bit thicker of an athletic uh, material, so it's not as stretchy, but it's it's a little bit insulated, so it it does keep me warm. The only issue is. It also heats up my body quicker. <laughs> so a lot of times what I would do, if it's if it's like right in the middle, um, it's like cold when I begin, I'll, I'll wear it. And then it'll get to a point later on, either, like I said, at the halfway point or just before the halfway point, I'll get a little too hot. So I'll just take it off and I'll throw it in my, in my uh, whatchamacallit, my backpack. Uh, and, you know, if it starts raining... And it's getting a little cold, I can always throw it back on. And what's cool is it doesn't exactly absorb all the water. It does absorb a little bit, but it protects, like the day that I ran with the dog, um, I was wearing the white one. And uh, it did block out some of the rain. Now, because I was in the wet, misty rain, and then it eventually started downpouring, it did get soaked. But I was not drenched whatsoever. That, that sweatshirt held in a lot more than I thought it would. So, uh, and, and they're just generic Bash Pro Cabela's hoodies. I think, I think the, um, I think the cubby's like Red Stag. It, it's got the, the deer antler in the middle. Uh, the deer skull with the antlers. Uh, I think it's Red Stag. I, I can't, don't quote me on that. Um, I can't, of course, find the sweatshirt in my room as of, I'm looking around right now. But if you're looking for a good athletic sweater, I do recommend that. And especially if you, if you don't mind camo, um, it's a great one. I try not to wear too much black when I go on these runs, especially the, in the, the 5 a.m. ones, because it is dark. And yes, I do stay on the sidewalk, but at times when either the sidewalk is getting sprayed over by someone's uh, sprinklers or it just rained and there's puddles everywhere the sidewalk is usually underwater so at times i would go out into the road and then come back in uh now at that early in the morning there is not a whole lot of people on the road um and it's one of the reasons why i go that early in the morning just because there's not a whole lot of people out there there's occasionally the person or two in the city workers that start their day um on the roads but for the most part it, it's compared to the rest of the day it's it's empty it's dead everyone's still sleeping or just getting up um i almost think i almost keep myself motivated like Hey, you're, you're already getting your day rolling while everyone else is being a lazy asshole that's still waking up or, you know, still sleeping. Um, but no. Uh, so, yes. Do I go on the road? Very rarely. Yes. Uh, do I check before I enter the road? I do. Um, and luckily, you know, a lot of them drive with their high beams on all the time, so they'll see me. But my biggest fear is if I'm wearing the, the green one, it might be just a little too dark. Um, and they may not see me. Uh, and it doesn't exactly help that I'm wearing black shorts either. Now, my pale-ass legs, however, <laughs> you can make the argument that, that they kind of act as reflectors. But, because my legs are exposed because of the shorts. Um, but regardless, 
Um, if you have that fear, either wear a vest, one of those reflective vests, or um, I don't have one, so nor do I think I will ever get one. Uh, unless I move somewhere or live somewhere where there's no way in hell uh, I can do my run without getting clipped. Without or without the vest. Yeah. Uh, then I would go get one. But as of right now, I don't have any plans of getting one. Uh, but, you know, you know your area better than anybody. So if you're in a high trafficked area, whether you're living in a city or... Uh, major roadway and it's really the only place to run if you don't want to go on a treadmill uh, you i would i would be looking in the reflective vest market uh, other than that i wear a a a hat with a chin strap uh one because it stays on my head two it's comfortable three um I just like it. I, I like it as my running hat. Uh, some of the other hats, I, I mean, I wear these like mesh back, uh, snapbacks, uh, Velcro back, uh, you know, Yee Yee style truck hats and everything. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, and they're fine when I'm doing yard work or I'm fishing. But when I'm running, those things are going to get so disgusting so quick that I don't want to ruin them that quick. So with a hat like this, I kind of use it as my quote explorer hat, um, where I don't mind if it gets overly sweaty, it's going to air out, uh, I can always wash it, um, they're easier to wash, I should, I should say, than the uh, snapbacks and everything, uh, so that's why I wear it, uh, and plus, if it's raining, or if, if it's misting, it will block some of the rain from getting into my face. Not all the time, but it, it does help. Um, and if I'm doing it uh, a late day, it helps block out the sun, um, which is always nice. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, th those are the only things I wear for the run. Uh, I tried... Uh, I did pick up... And it's right behind me, actually. And I should have probably gotten a more reputable uh, brand than the one that I got but i i keep hearing about these shorts that have like a built-in uh underwear like material already in so you don't have to wear underwear to put these shorts on like it's already got it uh, and they're meant for running um and these shorts are i should say more specifically are meant for running uh it's got nice pockets decent sized pockets it's got a back pocket with a zipper for your phone um but like i said these shorts have like a membrane and what's cool about this membrane there's even a pocket to put your phone so that it's not flopping around everywhere it's like it, it, it's snug right up against your leg which is nice in theory but i don't know if it's just because it's the brand or i just don't like this type of shorts but this member this like underwear material and i'm unfolding it as i'm talking so i can like i know there's no video on this and i do hope one day i will record video for these shows um but yeah this like membrane it's just super tight um and 
in the the family the family jewel section of my groin area um it's not the most comfortable thing ever um it almost feels like i'm suffocating it um so i do now again i got this from some wacky chinese website because it took over a month for it to get delivered um and it came from china hindsight um so right now i'm just making the argument that it's some cheap chinese knockoff so i think i'll look to the Reeboks, the under armors see if they have anything like that and maybe give them a try um because i do like something like this and this is the kind of short that the pair of shorts that that will just sit on your waist and they won't slide up and down um, and I've already told you what I keep in my pockets anyway, so it's not like a knife, a pocket, a small pocket knife, and a phone's gonna weigh these down anyway. Um, yeah, and, you know, what sucks is, they're just uncomfortable to wear. I haven't even tried running in them. Um, I, I've walked around a little bit in them, and even just me walking around, it just feels so weird. Now, could it be because I'm new to the idea, and I'm new to... To this style short maybe maybe but i want to see i want to get at least one other pair that's more reputable and compare them and to see if it's really just the style that i don't like or if it's just this cheap chinese version um but yeah that's what i wear uh i thought that was a nice little addition to bump a little more time into this episode uh we're right around 45 minutes here so it's a little longer than i thought it would be so that's nice but, at the end of the day, this will conclude the episode. Uh, I will try to get another episode out Friday, if not Saturday, of next week. Um, and, it, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, good luck with your fitness adventures, whatever it may be. Good luck with your fitness goals, whatever they may uh, whatever they be. Uh, your, your diet goals, whatever it may be. Um, and can't wait to talk to you guys more down the road. All right. Catch you around.